Hey friend, welcome to the Alive Living Podcast. My name is Sarah Raquel Gauthier, and I'm excited for our journey together. We are all spiritual beings on a spiritual journey, but sometimes we may feel like we're stuck and not fully living. The good news is, is that Jesus came so that you could have life and life abundantly. So let's stop sleepwalking and start living alive one conversation at a time. Let's go. So in episode three, you talk about the victor's parade. And the question you pose Mm. is, do I have potential? Yes. Um, And that's kind of one of the questions that you wrestle with throughout Mm. the episode. And as I was listening to it, I was like, you never say what you mean by potential. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah. So when you talk about potential, when you ask the question, do I have potential? Yeah. What are you trying to say? Yeah. And I think potential... And even as we kind of, like, talked about the episode, I think it's, like, it's one of those words we use a lot. Mm. Like, oh, I don't want to, like, miss out on my potential. I don't want to live into my potential. Potential, potential, potential. It becomes one of those words that's, like, but what what does it mean? Mm. And, like, can we have some, um, you know, just get some clarity on on what, what we mean when we use that word. And for me, like, I think a lot about potential is... Well, and even just like what I was saying on the outside, it's like, who am I becoming? How am I changing? Do I have the capacity to grow and transform? And do I have the capacity to um, live into a greater version of myself? And this beautiful thing, right, that like we were different people in 2020 um, than we are right now. And we'll be different people in 2022 than we are in 2021. I'll be probably be a different person in the next hour from this conversation. than it was that I am right in this moment, mm. right? And so I think that for me, when I think about potential, it really is this capacity to be a greater version of yourself, to lean into something um, new, to try on new ideas, mm. to be like, hmm, I don't know if I necessarily like agreed with the thing that I said then. And to be okay with that, yeah. right? Like we, cancel culture is such a buzzword right now. And like so many people are talking mm. about like, just the value of cancel culture and accountability culture, which I, to me are two slightly different things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think part of the toxicity of cancel culture is like, we, we don't have this, we don't give people the room to like change their mind. Mm-hmm. We don't give people the room to like grow up a little bit. We don't give people the room to maybe to live into their potential, mm-hmm. to believe that people could be redeemed, to believe that, um, I was having a conversation with a friend a couple weeks ago. We talked about regret and like, is regret good? Is regret bad? What do we think about regret? And I think regret can be, and I, I said, I was like, I think regret is, is a bad thing and a bad cycle that you can get into if it's not somehow redeemed. If I don't pull the lessons from that thing that I regret, I regret that I wasted my potential, for example, in, in this case. Like, I regret that I wasted my potential to become the person that I knew that I could become if I just took some, some time to, like, focus in and zero in on, like, wow, I'm not where I am or where I could be, but I'm also not doing anything about it. Mm. Then, then you're, then you are wasting your potential yeah. of who you could become. And so I think like we don't give people the room for redemption. We don't give people the room to like grow and become. Mm. Um, and I think that that 
that that needs to be a narrative that we're talking about. Like that needs to be the story that we're allowed to have. And I think if we can reframe and think about potential as like this becoming story and like, oh wow, like I'm and I'm okay with the fact that like I'm not the same person in 2020. I don't want to be the same person mm-hmm. that I was in 2020. Like 2020 was a really hard year. And thankfully, like it was also a really transformative year in many ways, right? Um, and can I look at it that way? And so I think when when I'm when in episode three we talk about potential, it's like I have the potential to become this this greater version of myself, right? And I think that for me in my life, it is through my relationship with Christ and like really the more I learn about Christ, the more I learn about God. Number one, the more I, I realize like, wow, like I, I have so much room for growth. <laughs> I have so much room for transformation. I have so much room to be a greater person um, than I am. And like, what are some of those uh, for me, like, what are some of those characteristics that I see in Jesus um, that I want to be more of or want to have more of those characteristics and, and realizing, like, wow, Sarah, like, there's some things that you still have to work on. And for me, I find that really challenging. I have such, like, high drive and such, like, high passion to, like, really be self-aware and self-critical. Mm-hmm. You always joke, and not in a negative way, but, like, I journal a lot. I'm very <laughs> self I, like, think about things like, huh, like, what was I feeling in that yeah. moment, in that experience? And why was I feeling? Like, you always kind of joke about me in that way. But it, it means that I'm able to kind of um, pull the themes. Mm. It, it, I'm able to pull these these stories out in a way that doesn't, Overpersonalize my failures mm-hmm. um, in a way that doesn't overpersonalize. Dang, like man, I'm like really not the person that I mm-hmm. I long to become. Um, and so I think by being self reflective in that way, like I'm I'm able to do that. I really talked a lot to answer that question, <laughs> but there was a lot there. I don't know. Does that answer the question? Yeah, I love what you were <laughs> saying about because I think you and I are living this with the podcast. Yeah, how like um we're kind of experiencing this archiving of who we were like there's yeah. a snapshot in time yeah. who we were yeah right and now we can look back at it and be like wow i've changed or yeah. maybe my my opinion on that has changed or maybe I'm, yeah my opinion on that has stayed the same but we right, can look right. at that moment and really see our becoming yes um yes and it's vulnerable because people are watching us become but I think we've tried to see it as, like, I hope that as we become and people watch us grow, yeah. that people see us grow into our potential. Yes. It inspires them yes. to also be growing into the potential. Yeah. Um, so yeah. I like that you brought that in. One thing that you said was that you are aware of, like, characteristics that you feel like you could, you could be growing in, that yeah. you still have greater potential in. Yeah. So could you talk to me about maybe one characteristic that yeah. you want to be growing in yeah um or that you are growing in so yeah I so we had this whole conversation about um character and like what is character mm-hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the answer that's another thing potential character like these words we use these words and what do the words mean when yeah. I say the word what's the word um but I I so we ha- we're having this whole conversation um about about character and what is character and you use the word like characteristics that, that I want to um, grow in. And one of the things that I, I chose as, as something that I want to grow in is gentleness. And I think for many years, like one of my uh, sayings or quotes <laughs> or like buzz, you know, mm-hmm. buzzwords that are buzz lines that you can kind of like attribute to Sarah is like, be gentle with yourself. Um, I think I've, I've used that. I've, pro- I've said that to you. I've probably said that to some of you like be gentle with yourself. Yeah. Like, I think that that is something that is really important to me. And so I was like, Every, but every time I think about gentleness, mm. 
I think about gentleness as like a physical thing, a tactile thing. It's like, I'm going to be gentle with myself by taking a nap. I'm going to be gentle with myself by like eating well. I'm going to be gentle with myself by like not feeling the pressure to work on something. If I just like don't, if I want to watch, you know, Queer Eye for hours on the couch on Sunday, which is what I've been doing for the past few Sundays, um, like that's what I'm going to do. And like, I'm just going to binge watch. And then that's gen- that's gentleness. So it's something that's tactile, right? But um, kind of, uh, I started to kind of explore the different sides of gentleness mm-hmm. and how gentleness, um, you really start to unpack the origins of that word. Yes, it has this physical component of gentleness, mm-hmm. but it also has this um, kind of emotional component that's attached to it as well around um, this compound idea of humble strength. And what does humble strength look like? Which seem like they're... Uh, two words that are opposed. I love things that seem like they're opposed. What is that thing from Hamilton? Uh, Every action has an equal and opposite reaction. It's like (laughs) something juxtaposed. I don't know. She's been practicing. um, What is that part of Hamilton? Or how does it say I pass patiently wait and I'm passionately smashing every expectation. Every action is an act of creation. Period. (laughs) Let's go. Uh, Rebecca's a poet. I just say that as many times as I get to say. Um, what are we talking about? Gentleness. Oh, diametric. So, so this compound idea. Oppose foes. That's what it is. That's what it is. Um, so this compound idea of of humble strength. Mm. And when I think about humility, I think about it in this place of like service and like. Um, when we talk about, when I talk about people that I really love, I really love Salvador. So Rebecca's Salvadoran, and that's crucial to this story for this moment, because like every single Salvadoran person I've ever met is like the most like humble person Mm -hmm. ever. And when I say that, I mean that they like serve and they give and they're like, they're humble. (laughs) Like, that's what I mean. Right. There's an element of humbleness that is that, but and is also this idea of understanding that there are that there's gaps and that there's um, needs and there's things that like there's a, a humility in being able to be self-aware enough to say that like mm-hmm. I don't I don't have it all I don't I don't know how to do it all I need to invite people into these places of of need that I have because I, I don't have it all and like. Um, that being able to admit that there are gaps or being able to admit that like I can't do it all yeah. on my own is actually a form of strength. Mm. And so gentleness being like seen through that lens as I'm just trying to understand the word. Just I'm just trying to understand the word. And I got all of that from just like looking at the origin story of the word. Um, and so for me, that's something that's really hard. Mm. It's really, I, yeah. what's really hard for you so it's for me to express that like I have needs mm. <laughs> and and to be able to name that need articulate that need and then invite you into that need is a really mm. challenging thing for me I don't I, well now I'm learning how to do that right like but several She's weeks ago right like, I'm growing in my potential to be able to not only name the need and articulate the need to myself but then articulate that need to someone else mm-hmm. to such a degree that I could invite you into that. And it, and it could be that like, it's, it, I mean, some of the things that our needs are not like, it's not like I can't do it, but it's like, just, I, what did I say recently? Just because I can do something doesn't mean I should be doing something. Yeah. And I think like for so long, and I think part of this is the narrative around 
um, women, like independent women, single women, Latina women, like this, this, like we've got to be strong and fierce and be able to like have it all together. Right. That was so good. What she said, but like, we've got to have it all together and be, be all things for all people at all times. Is that what I said? That I say that at some point. Um, in the podcast. Yeah. Um, but I think that that's a, that's a narrative that we take on as women. It's a narrative that we take on as Latina women. Um, and so I think like for me, it's untangling that narrative in order to understand that gentleness with myself and gentleness with my emotions and gentleness with my interactions with other people is being able to say like I have this need and yeah. and and I want to invite you to step into this space with me or, or invite you to do this thing with me right um which is really hard for me like the worst question that you could possibly ever ask me is like how can I help you I don't know how to answer that question because you can't help me you know or like I feel like you can't yeah. help me or I feel like I don't I don't know how to invite you into that so like why would you care why would you want to actually help me with something like that's that's irrelevant to you? Like, why would you want to be a part of this thing? Or and I, and I've had this like people looking at me and being like, but Sarah, like you you are all things to all people at all times. Like you can do everything. And I think I've been um, because that's the narrative that we are uh, constructed to believe or or to want to achieve. That's the caricature of what it means to be an independent single Latina woman. Like that's the character caricature. And because like I'm trying to fit in that caricature, and other people are trying to force me into that caricature, sometimes it's really hard for me to answer the question of like, oh, like what do you need? How can I help you? Or how can I like what can I do for you? I'm like I have no idea how to answer that question. <laughs> But I'm, but I'm, so I'm learning, number one, how to reframe that question when I hear it in my own head, how to tell the people around me who are in that close inner circle, like, this is the question that I actually need you to ask me, which is like, what, with more around, like, what are the things for me? Like, what are the things that I want to invite people in on? What are the things that I don't want to do by myself, even if I could do them by myself? Mm. Right. And so like, that's a new question that I'm asking in my head and that I'm telling the people that are close to me to ask me, um, like their version of that question. Um, but all in a, in a way to grow in my potential towards greater gentleness and not just physical gentleness where I take a nap when I need it, mm-hmm. though that's important, that's but like, important. um, but, but also to grow in my emotional tank of gentleness mm-hmm. as well. And I think the safeguard of that is, I don't really struggle with anger, but I struggle with resentment, which is like the other piece of the, the coin, like anger and resentment. You look at like emotional uh, vocabulary and all those like color wheels and stuff on how to understand emotions which I love I think that's great I think we need to have a greater emotional vocabulary which is another part of the journey that I'm on with gentleness mm-hmm. um is that because sometimes I don't know how to name my emotions and I just assume that like don't you understand what emo- doesn't isn't my face saying like am I not emoting like isn't I'm where my heart like if I'm not okay like I'm wearing that on my sleeve I'm trying to control my face but my face like on zoom sometimes I have to like put my camera off because I can't control my face you know like can't you tell uh, but then I like I'm harboring like this resentment towards was <laughs> like didn't you know that I was not okay with the fact that like you didn't step into that gap mm-hmm. didn't you know that you were supposed to do the thing that you were supposed to do that I never told you that you were supposed to do and it's like really Sarah so I think by being able to grow in my potential for for gentleness it's also helping me to gr- to decrease my um tendency towards resentment mm-hmm. something you said was that the narrative for specifically Latina women yes. is this like I can do all things. I can be all people. Yeah. Um, and I think we need to disrupt that narrative. Yeah. So yeah. 
Can you tell us a story about how you were disrupting that narrative <laughs> using gentleness in your own life? I mean, I don't know that I'm disrupting it. I'm in the journey. <laughs> I'm trying to figure that out. Yeah. Um, do I have a story? Yeah. In the past couple of... Because this is a... a <gasps> this is so new, right? Yeah, this is so new. Yeah, like this is not a 2020. <laughs> this is yeah. like 2021, a month ago. <laughs> 2021. But has there been a moment um, where you were like, you made the decision to be gentle with yourself? Not through taking a nap or the yeah, things that we've yeah, talked about. I've taken a nap. Yeah. <laughs> um, I forgot what I was saying. But yeah, like, yeah is there a, a, is there a moment. moment where you've chosen gentleness for yourself? Where you've chosen not to do something, even though you know you could do it? Yeah, yeah. So, like, I think part of this, um, the reframe of the question, like, what do I need? And thinking about, like, okay, what's the thing I want to mm. invite people on? So, tons of projects going on right now like i'm overwhelmed <laughs> at the amount of projects we've been saying this thing where we're like every single day has like four days every single like day right now i days. think we're on our third day no this is day four. Oh, this is day four yeah I we're about to go on to day five i later, think this is day three today. for me and i'm about to step into day four <laughs> <laughs> but yeah well because know. something else both of us have been doing in 2021 is waking up a lot earlier yeah like we weren't doing that in 2020 we were getting planned i think we were i got really good sleep in, in at the first half of 20 like during the peak pandemic <laughs> i think i was sleeping I, w- I was sleeping mm. i really was sleeping because yeah. i was tired i didn't know what else mm. i didn't know what else to do what, what else were we doing um since then i make mistakes but we've been both waking up a lot earlier to kind of get started on our days and like have that time in the morning and be really intentional with that time in the morning but then it means by like you know a certain amount a certain time we've been up for 12 hours it's like we've already we've already hit the wall um a story oh so a lot of projects right now lots of cool things um that are coming and a lot of things that have been like a long time coming i'm very uh hyper intentional with everything like that's that's just how i am i love to be strategic on on a lot of things but um right now for one project like we're doing a lot of like data collection and just trying to understand and really empathize Mm -hmm. with the community and the neighborhood that we're in and like what's happening and um really trying to understand the story of the neighborhood and and we've got a lot of awesome resources and stuff Mm -hmm. that that like we've been building in conjunction with that to really be a source of um just like life-giving mm. presence in, in the neighborhood but there was there's there's pieces of that research that we're still doing and like i could very easily like google things <laughs> and i could very easily talk yeah. to people right like that is something that's in my wheelhouse mm. but i was having a conversation with a friend of ours who's i think closer in proximity to the needs and closer in proximity to like what's going on yeah in the community and I was like you know could you take on this piece of this mm. project um and part of that was because I didn't want to do it by myself because like I'm trying to be gentle with myself and yeah. trying not to do more uh bite off more than I can chew on something and then, then I think the other thing is like it gives an opportunity to really empower other people to yeah. to to be interested to care to and to show people that like at least for me like that's always an act of me showing like i care about what how you see the data how you are hearing the stories how you're interacting with because like that first the your first hand witness Mm -hmm. eyewitness report however you say that but like your eyes are going to see it differently than my eyes do but then we can look at this like cup together and like okay what do you see what do you see what do i see and then we're able to kind of collaborate on what we see so that we can have a richer dialogue about it. And so I think that 
I, I think it's interesting, and I did this with you too, actually, I just forgot, and it was also in like a kind of a data-driven <laughs> yeah. thing. I'm good at research. I love, I'm a lawyer. I love research. <laughs> um, but I think like I've been strategic to give pieces of mm. different projects to people who I know that it will, it will resonate with them, and then I don't have to do it by myself, and then we're doing it together. And then we're junto, able to... What like, is it? Juntos, together. Oh, together, junto other. con each other. Yeah. Uh, my dad always used to say that. What a good, what a good saying. Um, but yeah, so I think it's like, even in little things, I'm really trying, I'm trying to practice gentleness in the little things for when the bigger things come and it's like, oh my gosh. Mm. And those are, th and those are, those are, that's a way of me practicing like things that I know I can do so that I can then grow into the potential of practicing asking for help in the things that I don't know how to do, which is a lot harder for me, I think. Yeah. Like, I think that that's a, that's a hard space because like I'm the type of person that will go and try to figure it out on my own. Yeah. Um, but it's going to take us longer to get there mm. if I try to figure out things on my own. Yeah. That's not, it's not a story in the way that maybe you were looking for it, but I that's a, that came in front of mind to me. I journaled about that recently, so that's why it came in front of mind. See, like, this is important. Like, it's important, like, because when people ask you a question like that, you're like, oh, let me shoot. You're like, let, let me look through the journals. Search through the journals <laughs> in my brain. Yeah. Um, and it's small things like that, but, like, that's that's a little practice. It's like, okay, here's a little practice around SG. Can you handle it? Yeah, just hearing you talk about, like you said, the small ways that yeah. you were trying to yeah. be gentle with yourself and invite people. Um, into collaborating with you has really yeah. inspired me to think about just picking one characteristic that yeah. I can grow my potential in. And I invite you guys, um, the people watching, to think about what's one way or yeah. what's one characteristic that I can choose and what are small things that I can do to grow yes. in my potential. Sarah chose gentleness. You could choose patience. You could choose care. So many so options many about yeah. what you could choose. Thank you for allowing me to ask you questions. You're one of my favorite people to ask questions. Of course, uh, ask me questions like, all the time. Rebecca is like has become so good at asking questions. Like I thought I was good at asking <laughs> questions, and then like she's just schooling me all the time. So it's it's fun to be on the on the other side of her questions. Because I learn from her. No, learn from each other. It's good. The Jedi is teaching Jedi's, but yes. now I like Luke Skywalker has to take she's a step Luke back. Skywalker on these days. <laughs> um, and Ray has risen. Mm, so. Very the rise of the sky. The rise. The rise. Of the we sound like such nerds. Right We're nerds. <laughs> you know who's gonna love this? Daniel will love this. Yes, Daniel. <laughs> I was thinking about Daniel. I was like, who's another person I know that likes Star Wars? Daniel. Daniel. Um, and thank you guys so much for joining yes. in on the conversation. We appreciate you guys just listening to us talk, process, and grow in our potential. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Make sure you like, drop your comments, drop your questions in the bottom, and share with your friends. We'll talk to you soon. Building you up to live a life one conversation at a time. Bye. Hey, friend. Thanks for being a part of the conversation today. Before you go, I want to invite you to do two easy things. Number one, go ahead and subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. That way, you won't miss a moment of the journey. Second thing, share this podcast with a friend. Let's continue to build one another up to live alive, one conversation at a time.